live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Joba Tance is happy living in LA. <laughs> and Mike Lawson is bitter living in an area by the bay. Now Mike Lawson gets real pissed when he doesn't get his way. And Joe has a cousin who's a wee younger and gay. Welcome to Catching Up with Mike and Joe. Welcome to Catching Up. With Mike and Joe. Now remember, Mike Lawson has a huge penis too. Welcome to catching up with Mike and Joe. Sha la la la. <laughs> Sha la la la. And it's filmed before a live studio audience. Yes, today. it is. Um, everybody listening, my name's Mike Dutch Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. And sometimes we do it live as part of the Pride 48 celebration, which is happening right now on pride48.com. Maybe you're listening to this in iTunes later, and you are missing out on a crazy party that's happening right now in the chat room. So, Or sometimes we do it once a fortnight. As apparently is now on record. <laughs> Sha la la la. By the way, by the way, by the way, everybody listening, Joey and I were listening to Dubious Intent Plus, which is a great podcast um, that's taking a little bit of a break. But we were listening to them and they played that song because it's Meredith Baxter Bernie's birthday. And Joe's like, I'm going to download that and write lyrics. And I'm, I'm like, Joe, we have to start recording in like three minutes. And he's like, give me a second. Give me a second. And then you did it. You just put that together in about three minutes. I know. You had my master yelling at me. At 3.56, Mike was like, what, what the fuck? What's going on? I'm like, excuse me, Mozart didn't write whatever he wrote in a day. What did Mozart write? <laughs> Music. Oh, okay. But but the, the thing is, is if we were to like not record or we didn't set things up properly, suddenly it becomes Mike's fault. And you're like, by the way, all the time with the you, name of my new podcast, Mike's fault. Yeah, seriously <laughs> that would be a great name of a podcast it's all mike's fault yeah yeah uh how are you joe we haven't talked in a while i know just just like two weeks no big deal <laughs> just like 15 minutes ago <laughs> yeah. no but we have we really haven't like caught up we really haven't right. done anything that would uh, jeopardize the show today we want to give the people a great show and that's what we're gonna <laughs> do well i'll give a great show okay good Sounds good. Sounds normal, actually. Um, anybody listening, though, this is Catching Up. I'm going to remind you a couple of times throughout the hour. Um, if you've never heard us before, we're on iTunes. If you just search Catching Up or you can go to cupodcast.com. Yes. So, Mike, how are you? What's going on in the world of Mike Lawson? Well, I'm actually, I don't, 
I don't say I'm sick, but I'm like not feeling 100% right now. I've just been so overwhelmingly busy. But I wanted to tell you the other day, this was going to be like on the show that we missed because you were sick. I went to Tampa to speak at this conference. Yeah. Oh. I went to Tampa to speak at this conference. Um, the conference is all college students, by the way. Um, and before arriving, or as there, I call I it, got the an... age I date. Seriously, uh, before I got there, I got an email that said because of, and I'm like, this is a, almost a direct quote: because of scheduling hiccups, what the organizers wanted to pay me an extra five hundred bucks for speaking. Which my speaker fee is like for the weekend was like a thousand dollars. So like an extra five hundred bucks is like a huge percentage, right? And they already pay like airfare, hotel, and food when I'm there. So I was worried. I was like texting the organizer and I was like, you know, what is this for exactly? Like, is there something I need to be concerned about? Something I should prepare for? Um, and she was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll talk when you get here. Way too calm. Kind of freaked mm-hmm. me out. So it turns out when I get there, she didn't want to put this in email because it would be permanently recorded. So I'm just putting it out here on a podcast forever, everyone. But it turns out they had extra money and they're in like a, uh, their funder, basically it's a use it or lose it sort of scenario. So she had some extra cash that she was just kind of spreading around. Wow. That's nice of her. Um, yeah. Super nice. Super nice. But then I would have just kept the money. I would be honest with you. Well, she could, that's the thing. She can't, like she can't. no, 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 no. Come on. There's there's shifty ways of keeping the money. You know how, you know, a lot of that money laundering. Like, I would have gone, I'm Mexican. So I would have gone to such, I would have opened up a fake business. I would have laundered the money for $1,500 or whatever it was. I would have gone to such great lengths to get that money. Thank you. Go on. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, she probably could have, like, purchased a bunch of supplies that she will use you know, in the future or something, and then just reimburse herself for those. I, I, there were shady ways, I'm sure. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, after I spoke, I sat in on a session on diabetes and eating disorders. And the speaker was this advocate that I've, I knew like years ago, and she kind of fell off the face of the planet in the last couple of years. And it turns out she was in a facility for eating disorders. And diabetes and eating disorders is like a really complicated thing. Like in normal rehab, they, they like put tape over nutritional labels and stuff. But when you are administering insulin for food, you can't do that. So it's like really complicated. The talk was really good. And like in the beginning of the talk, all these like young girls are like, um, I have a friend that blah, blah, blah. But then at the end of it, they were like really talking about themselves and crying. And it was just a really great thing. Oh, by the way, she also spoke with this like hot doctor that reminded me of I don't, what's his name? Like the main gay character from Six Feet Under? President Obama. What? Close. Close. Uh, Michael C. Hall. Hall Michael or C. Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like him. Like his mannerisms were very He's similar. Hot? I don't know. Just um, he was really hot. Michael yeah. C. Hall. You think Michael C. Hall is hot? Michael C. Hall is. That's like thinking a bowl of oatmeal is hot. I would fuck a bowl of oatmeal. Well, okay. Well, look, we just finished dubious intent. We had enough fucking food. <laughs> um, old jokes, old jokes. But anyway, anyway, so they do this talk. It was good, whatever. That night, there's a pool party. And so, by the way, at this whole event, I'm staying in one hotel, and all of the college kids are also in that hotel. I have never been so afraid to open my grinder. Like, the whole weekend, I was like, should I? I'm just sitting here in my hotel room, bored, not thinking I'm going to hook up with anyone, but just, like, to chat. But I'm just so afraid that, like, why like, these... 
I don't know. I don't want to like see the gay kids that are in there Why? or at the hotel for. I don't know. It's just really awkward. So awkward. <sighs> I haven't said this in a long time. <laughs> you know what's coming. I'm the worst fucking you gay guy. You are the worst fucking gay guy. If yeah. I was in this Motel 6, wherever you were staying, I mm-hmm. would have been so on grinder. <laughs> I would have so mm-hmm. been... I would have slept with half the college kids. Ugh, no. There was actually one conversation I had with a group of kids about... um, uh, Like, stupid, but like insulin pump accessories and the one that I was using. And there's this like really flamboyant gay kid. And he said something about how he owns a lot of these accessories and i was like oh i only own one i only need one and he's like oh well you've probably never met a gay guy before I was he like, said mm-hmm. that yeah <laughs> this wasn't like was a like, helen keller diabetes guy this is like a regular <laughs> it's not that he's like blind it's that he's so self-centered at this age he doesn't think that anybody i don't know he just didn't think that way anyway I'm at this pool party, right? But you know what? I could see you have a sort of like Dr. Drew asexuality about you. Uh, Yeah. I And you know what? When I come out to people, nobody's ever surprised. People are always just kind of like, oh, I get that. I get it. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, I always thought you were gay. It's usually more like, oh, of course you're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That yeah, make that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, so, Joey, I'm at this pool party, and I'm talking to the woman who um, was speaking about eating disorders, and she's super nice, and she was like, you know what, I really want to make a career out of speaking, and I'm like, good luck, like, there's just not enough conferences in the year to make enough money, plus, like, once you speak one year, they don't want you back the next year, you know what I mean? So, anyway, she said something like, well, I have to at least stop giving it away, and I was like, oh, Give it what? they didn't pay like speaking. And I was like, they didn't pay you to speak here? What? And she's like, no. She's like, they didn't pay me. And I had to buy my own airfare and my own hotel room. And they made me register for the conference. Were you like, they gave me an extra 500 bucks, bitch. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, uh, sucks to I be you. Extra. And they walked away in your heels. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, isn't that weird though? Like, I don't even, like, I just bit my tongue the whole time because I didn't like, I didn't want to, like, tell her that that's what happened because there was nothing I could do at that point. The end. Hmm. What's up with you? And, I mean, it's been so long. I'm sure you have a million stories. Let me tell you something. I got my freedom back. My mom got her boot on her foot. For those of you who uh, have not been following the saga of my mom, she had a foot surgery, and I had to take care of her for, like, Mike, I'm not even joking. I think it was, like, five weeks. Of, like, serving her, no pun intended, hand and foot. Uh And she got the boots, and now she's way more independent, thank God. But to celebrate her getting the boot, we went to uh, BJ's Pizza. You ever been to this BJ's Pizza? I've, I've been to BJ's. I love BJ's. Do they have those in the Bay Area? Not, not that I know of. There's not a lot of chain restaurants in the this area that I'm in, um, so I can't think of a, a BJ's around here. But okay, well, it's for those of you where there isn't a BJ's. It's just like a it's like shitty um, Chicago style pizza, right? Well, not mm-hmm. shitty, but I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Chicago style pizza is better. It's a it is a chain though. Yeah. Like it has like a chain it's feel a chain to it. Version of Chicago style pizza. So we go there, right? But yeah. now to go to this BJ's pizza. 
you know, my mom has his boot. It's still difficult for her to walk, but she can walk. So we park in the handicapped parking spot, but she still has to, like, walk all the way around the restaurant. In, I mean, it is actually kind of a long walk, especially for someone who is my, you know, temporarily disabled with a giant boot. Mm-hmm. So the hostess and the waitress see her walk in. They're like, you know what? When you're done eating, you just let us know there's an exit, like an, um, an emergency exit right by your car. And we'll um, take the alarm off. And you can just and let, yeah, you, let out. you out. That's nice. Like, oh my god, that's so yeah. nice, right? So Bill comes, we're done, right? Waitress goes, all yeah. right, I'm just gonna go tell the hostess to let you out. The, the bitch is gone forever, right? Like for a long time, we're like, we want to go. Finally, mm-hmm. she comes back. She goes, oh my god, I couldn't find the hostess, but I talked to her. She said the alarm is off. I'm like, Gr- <laughs> okay. great. I kind of already feel like I know what's gonna happen. Well, so then I go ahead of my mom, because she walked really slowly, and I open the door, and the alarm goes off, and everybody in the restaurant is turning, and because you know they see a fat man, and they're like, oh, there's this guy dining and waddling. Yeah. Hey, dummy, why don't you go out the regular yeah. door like the rest hey, of Hey, dummy, us. why don't you pay your bill, you fucking loser Mexican, freeloading Mexican, right? And my mom is going so slowly, they just see me standing there holding the door open. Yeah. <laughs> my mom just, my, and by the way, my mom, unfaced, unfaced. She's just walking, like, she just walks through alarm doors all the time. She's like, I could see your panic, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you aren't just sitting there, like, oops, sorry. Yeah. You're, like, panicked. I explained to everybody around me, like, they told me I could walk through here. They told me I could walk through here. I'm not trying to leave. We paid the bill. They told me I could walk. By the way, the waitress, who's right there, is not even, like, saying, telling everyone, like, no, he didn't steal. No. She's, she's just like, she's staring at me and pointing. No, she she wasn't doing that, but she should have, like, there should have been an announcement. You know, they should have stopped um, the Eagles song they were playing on the radio and said, right. like, excuse me, the fat man did not, he paid his bill. No, no one apologized. And now back to Hotel California. Yeah. And now back yeah. to the new kid in town that we were playing on the radio. So okay. that's what happened to me. What do you have? Uh, what else is going on? Well, I want to tell you, I have... <clears throat> Like a kind of a sore throat, so I'm going to be clearing my throat a lot. I'm going to try to do it away from the mic. Sorry to those in the chat room listening live. It's it's live, so that's what we're going to just have to deal with. But, um, Joey, there's this movie theater up here called New Parkway. And it's kind of a hipster sort of place. I'm sure you have something like this in L.A. It's like a converted warehouse. They have, um, like, leveled seating, but on the levels, it's, like, couches and chairs, like, lazy boys and whatever. So it's not like a traditional movie theater, right? Uh, they serve beer and pizza, and they come in, and they'll, like, serve you during the movie, which was kind of annoying. But um, they play movies, uh, but they do, like, 80s movies, and they do – I'm not even joking. They have, like, a hip-hop sing-along night where people come oh in God. and – yeah. They do trivia. That must be so embarrassing, the hip-hop sing-along night. <laughs> Why is it embarrassing? Because you know when white people always rap? And I actually read well, an interesting article about this. This is in Oakland, so I don't know how many white people, but I, I got you. You know how like, white people, every time they rap, they start every rap with, My name is Joe, and I'm here to say, and you... Something, something, something in none of the you way. You know, I read an article that traced the history of why people do that. They found the actual uh-huh. source. And you know what it is? Uh-huh. Bart Simpson. No. What? A Flintstone cereal commercial? A Fruity Pebbles commercial? Oh, I believe it. I, I actually remember Barney it. Barney Rubble, Rubble does, does it. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's where yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. from. That's the first time they've ever they can never find any like any source for that. This is in Oakland, so I don't know how many white people you know go to hip hop sing. I'm sure there are, but uh, they play also independent movies and that sort of thing. And my friend Jared is a teacher in Oakland, and there was this independent movie called Licks that was playing there for uh, the weekend, and it's like an Oakland movie it was at like south by southwest and won a bunch of awards and um before the movie starts someone announces that most of the cast was in attendance so if you want to talk to them afterward they would be in the lobby right so the movie is about this guy that robs a liquor store in oakland and he gets caught and the movie is kind of like his return to oakland after being in prison for a few years and it was actually like beautifully shot like it accurately captures Oakland. It has like just really great um, shots of like places I've been, which is kind of fun to watch too. But the story, Joey, was stupid. So stupid. Well, so overdone. It was this guy's born into a crime-filled neighborhood. He wants out, but then he's in the wrong place at the wrong time. He returns and he's tempted by the old life, but in the end he triumphs, right? This sounds like your life story. Yeah. <laughs> Me and robbing liquor stores, mm-hmm. I know. So it was boring, but after the movie, I really had to pee. And to exit the theater, there's like this long hallway, and the bathrooms are at the end of it, right at the lobby. Your movie would be called and- the Magnum Penis. And it's about like you go around robbing liquor stores because you, you can't find condoms that fit you. And uh, there's um, a Chinese acrobat circus convention in town, and you're short on condoms. And so you do, yeah, it's a whole, I've already written the movie. So at the end of this hallway is the bathroom. Magnum penis. I really have to pee. So I'm like exiting the theater trying to get out. And Joey, the cast of the movie is lining this hallway to get to the lobby. And like everyone is shaking their hands. And I'm like, ugh. I mean, the movie was okay, but I don't want to like shake everyone's hand and say things to them. I just want to go to the bathroom. So I find myself like going through the line. I'm like, hello, good job. Like just super awkward. And like the plot of the movie, the interactions that I was having with all these people was like contrived and like stupid. Uh, but I finally did get to the bathroom and that all was saved. All was right in the did world. Did you pee next to one of the actors? Is that like one of the thing? No. Uh-uh. There was a guy in the movie who had like a facial. What? Like, he was a guy burnt. got a facial he- in the movie? <laughs> no. no he was like burned badly and like it looked like maybe makeup but then it turns out in real life he actually was burned really badly. oh really yeah Ugh, i would never want to be burned that- <laughs> i don't know many people that are like mm, i really want that that would be so hard imagine being burned yeah that it's a it's a bad thing sure he he had like he was missing fingers what as well. he was missing f- i would never want to miss fingers Ever. And the only reason I know that is because I was forced to shake his hand Ooh. in an awkward exit to the bathroom. Do you remember the time? I mean, this was on the podcast, but like over a year ago when I went to that party and I had the little toy hand and uh-huh. I put it in my sleeve and I was making jokes with my friend. And then the woman came and shook my hand and she had this horrified look on her face because she thought I had a fake little hand. Yeah. Oh, it's a good story. Yeah. What what else is happening in LA? Do you have other stories? Well, you know, and we'll be talking about this in future episodes. My birthday is coming up. You know. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And <laughs> so I'm getting ready for a party for me. 
And uh, I went to a – my ward, Jose, and I went to uh, – you know the website Reddit? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, they have an annual global Reddit meetup day where different Redditors from around the country – they go up to organize like organized events where you go and just hang out with other redditors, and that was last weekend. Yeah. Okay. And we went, and they had a pinata at this uh, global Reddit meetup, right? And the pinata they brought out was King Joffrey from Game of Thrones, and I was like, "What a okay. fucking brilliant idea!" Do you know now? Do you watch this Game of Thrones, Mike? Uh no. Is there spoilers in it? Because I think people there, get really no upset. There'll be, there'll, be, okay. there'll be no spoilers. Okay. Okay. This King Joffrey is lit- Mike. You should watch the show for what a fucking horrible human being this King Joffrey is. Is it the blonde? Yeah, guy? the little blonde. Okay, kid. he's really fucking obnoxious and I horrible. I saw the episode that's being called Purple. Wedding. Oh, you saw that? I saw. Yeah, I've watched a few episodes here. And okay, there, but yeah, so the little blonde. He's just a little shit. At first, I thought he was on instant gratification, but I was wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, you are so horrible. You are a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. So you are K- King Jeff. Yeah, well, I would be afraid they'd bring it up on their podcast, but they don't show up. <laughs> so they bring out this pinata, right? Mm-hmm. And I went, what a fucking brilliant idea, because King Joffrey's so horrible, anybody would want to beat the shit... Because uh, here's, what, here's what I've never understood about pinatas, is a King Joffrey pinata makes total sense, because you want to beat the... You want to beat it, yeah. So, like, why is it a cute, yeah. like, um, clown face, and then you're, like, yeah, smacking the yeah, hell like out Yeah, like Mickey it. Mouse, or, like, uh, the girls from Frozen. I found a lot of those, right? Because for my yeah. birthday, I'm, I want a King Joffrey pinata. So, somebody tells me, you got to go to the pinata district in downtown L.A. So, who better to take with me to the pinata district in downtown L.A. than my cousin Richard? And for those of you who I- don't really listen to the show... My, I have a gay cousin named Richard. He's a week younger than me, and he's gay. Okay? Right. He goes with me to this Pinata District, which, by the way, I again, I think I've told you this in other episodes. It, this this trip was fine, but in the future, I need to rethink this because he's so, like, Mr. Like, okay, like, I don't like shopping that much, but I, I, like, I'll, I go in and I just buy what I need to buy. You know, I'm not like a girl who goes shopping just to shop, Right. But Richard is like lightning fast. He like runs in. He's out before you. I can even ask a question, right? Yeah. So in the pinata district, there's a bunch of pinata places, all next door to each other. It's like a whole city block of just pinata places. So I go to one, and this guy comes up to me, and, and I'm looking around, looking for the Joffrey pinata, and he goes, "Hey man, can I help you?" Oh, they're all Mexican, by the way. And I go, "Yeah, I'm looking for this King Joffrey pinata," and he's King Joffrey, <laughs> and I'm all like Game of Thrones. I don't know what that is, man. And I go, okay, well, do you guys make the piñatas here? He goes, yeah. I go, can you, do you think you'd have someone make it here? And he goes, you know, man, uh, usually I could, but uh, our piñata man, he's in the hospital. And I was like, oh, my God, is he okay? Yeah, uh, I think so. We don't know, man. You know, like, um, it's kind of weird. Okay, I don't know how to do this. I just have to stop the character here because I, I have to deliver it in my unique style. So he tells me the guy's in the hospital. Do you know? Do you know yeah. why? Why? He got beat up with a baseball bat. 
Okay. He got beat up with a baseball bat. The guy who makes the pinata. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. And I was like, that is the greatest yeah. story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's a horrible story. Did you laugh when you told I had to that? hold the laughter in. And not to be yeah. like, oh, really? Uh, how much is that uh, pinata with the girl from Frozen in it? The little snowman. <laughs> you know, I'm just like... Do you? So are you going to buy a King Joffrey pinata for your birthday? Well, is that the I, whole point? I, I'm trying to find track down the person who made the original King Joffrey pinata because it was so good. But I haven't been able to. So I may just skip yeah. the pinata. This is what I'm thinking, though. This is a secret. What do you think of this for my birthday party? I think you might even actually come down just for this. Hmm. What if I rent a dunk tank and people can, and I'm the person that gets dunked? That loses its appeal after a while, but have you ever, like, been on a team of people that were getting dunked? No. It's dumb. Oh, is it? Like, I, I think it would be fun for 20 minutes. It would be fun to tell people you were doing it, but then eventually it's like, <sighs> Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. Um, Joey, what, do you want to jump into news? Do you have any more personal stories? We're at the half halfway mark. What do you want to do? Um, no, I think we could move on to news. Do we want to say hello to people in the in the chat room? No, I mean, if you're in the chat room, thank you for being there. We see all of you. It's a long list. I don't want to go through the, the whole oh. list. Sorry, people in the chat room. The people in the chat room can see mm-hmm. that they are in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Go to hell, Joe. Um, Time not to so Mike Lawson. Joey, yes. <laughs> um, from what I can see, this story is actually. Oh wait, no, no. Received... Before we go into the news, I want to bring something up. Okay. So on the latest, the, the episode we 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 um, released a uh, mini episode with some outtakes last week, and yeah. people brought this up and it flew by me. We had a conversation about opening up a uh, cupcake store where the pastries are made with semen. Do you remember this? Yeah. Yeah, and in course. talking about this, you said you've only swallowed semen out of obligation oh, yeah. or as a favor. I want to yes. know more about this. I don't know how I missed this when we first talked about it. The point I was trying to make was like when, what, like not, Mike, can you do me a favor? Can you swallow my cum? Like, is, when is that a kind of? Whim? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Basically, when it's when I do it, it's because I feel. At, like as a good giving and game partner that I am doing it because I feel like the partner I am with wants me to do it, right? That, that that he will enjoy it. I'm not doing it because I like swallowing semen. That was the point I was making. I don't like doing it, but I I can convince myself to do it because I, I want him to enjoy it. Do they That's enjoy all. it? and. I don't – somebody in the chat room, um, Dr. Stone says, why do so many gays hate cum? I, I love it. it. I'm, I don't hate it like – I've been with people that like can't even have it on their skin and whatever and I'm not that bad. But I mean I don't – I don't like fetish, fetishize it the way some people do where they like – that's something that gets them going. I'm not joking. That, that's not – I'm not I that love way. it. But it has to be – I don't know why. I, as we talked about on the outtake – if the guy's cute, you know, like if it was Michael yeah. C. Hall's semen, I'd be like, ew, gross. Yeah, but that's everything, Joe. Like, I mean, everything is of if he's cute, right? Like, you're not going to suck his dick even or Well, I think, you know what? I think this is a good lead into, I think, is your first news story. Is it? 
So yes, okay, kind of. So from what I can see, this story's actually received international attention. Yes. So there's a good chance you already know about it. The people in the chat room probably know about it. But a guy named Jeremy Meeks was arrested up here by the Stockton police for a weapons charge. And uh, his mugshot was posted to the PD's Facebook. And then it subsequently was shared by a million people. And the reason it was shared is because he is actually really hot. So you've seen it, right, Joe? I have seen the photograph. And I have opinions, but I will start by saying that this man is incredibly hot. If anyone in the chat room wants to post a link to his picture so that others can see it, that would be awesome. Um, but I think, I'm not going to lie, he is very attractive. Um, when I started thinking about it, though, I sort of got, I don't know if disgusted is the right word, but uh, the the comments that went with it were just really annoying and gross to me. This dude is a six-time felon, right? He's he has six violent crimes on his rap sheet and i don't i don't know do you really care how hot the guy is who just robbed your car if you don't have a car i don't know i just feel like the the comments around it are really annoying what what are your thoughts joey i have a couple one he is extremely attractive how he let me, let me put it this way he is african american and he's and joe is saying he's hot so he must be really hot cuz joe Hates black people. Hello? He's very hot. And okay. um, I don't even know how to respond to that. He's very hot. and um, yeah. But I heard, now I haven't seen this, but I've heard that TMZ has posted other photos of him where I guess that may have been, a, I mean, look, he's hot anyway, but he may not be as hot as they yes. think. I've seen them. I know what you're talking about, but it, I haven't seen them yet. I mean, there's some pictures that he doesn't look um, kind of as muscular. He's like almost scrawny. I still oh, think yeah. he's kind of. I think there's a teeth them, but... problem too, isn't there? Yeah, 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 totally. But I think in the past you have talked about how, and you were also critical by about this, how we tend to um, kind of give people attention or we're extra supportive if they're cute mm -hmm. for example like stories of people coming out yeah. or people giving speeches about whatever mm -hmm. and they're cute so they get our attention and i think that we're kind of forgiving something pretty awful whether we're directly forgiving him or indirectly we're kind of forgiving that he's like an awful person but i believe like not to defend him because he's cute but i believe just to give him the benefit of some doubt his or some benefit of the doubt his mom says that he was carrying the weapon because he's actually done with the gang life, and he's been really, really trying, but it's still dangerous because he used to be in a gang. So he carries the weapon with him. Whatever. He has six violent crimes um, that he's been convicted of. So, I mean, regardless. But what but if the violent crimes comments... he just fucks so good? Like, he just fucked him to death. I might forgive him. Many of the comments are just, like, silly jokes about, like, handcuffing or strip searching or sharing a cell with a guy. Some of them are, like, really actually gross about, like, rape. And I just – it just disgusts me. I don't – I just don't think that anybody is hot enough that we should ignore six felonies and uh, – I don't know. Even um, knowing – even I, knowing I everything like you said, even knowing everything you said, let's say he escaped from prison. And there were helicopters flying all over Oakland, spotlight, and he climbed into your window. And he was like, yo, man, can I climb into bed with you and uh, hide from the cops? Would you let him? 
I think that his looks are giving him some compassion he doesn't deserve. And I also even think this is deeper than I'm able to get into as a white man. But I think that I don't know. I heard you get pretty deep. There's this obsession with like, for the lack of a better word, like thug appearance in African-Americans. So like, uh, I just it's makes me uncomfortable that we're so comfortable expressing in infatuation with guys. Answer the question. Tattoos and felony convictions. Meanwhile, like really good black men are ignored because they Answer don't the question. have felony convictions. He goes into your room. He's like, Mark, yo, let me steal your underwear, man. I, I mean, he's hot, but like, this is getting personal. But like, as a top, I'm not really interested. Like, I could see why somebody would want to get fucked by him. Oh, so you're not super interested in him? Nah. I mean, whatever. I'd watch, but oh, that's a good. Wait, that brings up a good question. What, what, could you do that? Could you watch people and sit there in a the corner and watch? Um, maybe. I don't. It would be awkward, but like just silently watching, it would probably make me laugh. You would to laugh, be honest. Like, yeah, like somebody who's like doing it, and then like, oh, you see them like look at you in their peripheral vision or... And you would just laugh. I don't know. I just... I think it would just be well, too Well, you know what silly. also you might make you laugh is there's a lot of weird sounds that happen when you have sex, like just like bodies flopping together, you know? And that uh, might make you uh, laugh. Or, you know, sometimes like... Like, they're not farts because they're not coming from the ass. Well, they might come from the ass. But just sometimes things going in and out of things make fart sounds. You know, just like... You know, like when you put your hand under your armpit... Mm-hmm. And so that might make you laugh because people are fucking just like, you know, because yeah. their thighs are up against each other. I don't know. I just think that it but would be an you, awkward so interaction. Let's say this really, what about you? This, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. This really hot couple is like, Mike, we want you to watch us have sex. I think that I could do it if I didn't know them a little bit easier. So then I could leave and be like, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, knowing that I watched them do something so intimate. Um, I don't want to say who, but I've already done this. Okay. I've already done it. I won't say with who. It rhymes with Raniel Ruer. <laughs> That's not true. It, I really have done this, but not with Daniel Brewer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I imagine Daniel um, Brewer okay. would, would also, like, narrate everything he does. Like... All right, I'm going to fuck you, and I'm going to fuck you. And this fucking brought to you by Big Fatty Online. Big Fatty. And then it's just like he starts fucking you, and he's like, you know, the best way to fuck you in this input right here is to use um, a 6.5-inch cable, which I happen to have attached to my body right here. Here's he what I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand. <laughs> Hold me out, Daniel. I don't, I don't mean any offense. But do you really think you have a 6.5-inch cable? I kind of seen what's going on in your pants, and I th- it looks to me like it's more like 5.5. Ring! <laughs> he does, um, there's, like, sound effects yeah. during oh, the whole, whole thing. It's a whole, it's a whole orchestra going on during that dubious intent plus. <laughs> um, uh, Joey, tell me a news story from L.A. We're at 439, just so you know. That's fine. I know. You get super paranoid about the time. God forbid we run into the the big closing show that they have here. Okay, so the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals just overturned a ban on homeless people um, sleeping in their cars in Los Angeles. 
Okay. Los Angeles. Now, a lot of cities have a ban on people sleeping in their cars, but it only applies to overnight. Los Angeles' ban, which has been in effect since 1983, applied to during the day. And so, so you can never sleep in ever. your car. And so the, but the Ninth Circuit said the way the law was written was so broad that if a person, if they didn't like you, they could, if you're eating in and out in your car, they could just arrest you or write you a ticket. Yeah. So it, it it came up recently because basically, you know, the city of Venice Beach, which used to, which is a beautiful city, but used to be a fucking shit, horrible place, but now is known as Silicon Beach. A lot of these tech firms have moved down. Google, this Snapchat, um, all these places are in Venice Beach now. And so now all these uppity hipster tech people are like, we don't like these homeless people, right? And yeah. as they do in San Francisco as well. And so there's been a big crackdown in Venice, and so um, some homeless people sued. And uh, it went all the way to the Ninth Circuit. So, um, Mike Lawson, as someone who has dated and taken home homeless people, how do you feel about this uh, story? Well, I've never dated a homeless person. But I don't think, like, what's really, uh, I think that the a law that tells people they can't sleep in their cars is kind of one of those laws that they only enforce when they dislike the person or they want them to leave because like if i'm at the doctor's office waiting for my mom inside and i take a cat nap like i'm not getting in trouble for that like i i don't know i think that it's just a is homeless phobic a word i think it's a homeless phobic law mm-hmm. well you it is so. it is very difficult nowadays to like let's say for instance you're driving and you want to grab something to eat and let's say you have a meeting in five minutes and you want to sit down and eat it and then go to your meeting there's really nowhere to do it. I can only speak for L.A., but, like, it's really hard. Like, even if you go to a park and park there, it looks creepy. Well, especially me. They see me. These children <laughs> are running for their parents. Like, oh, no, the the monster is going to, like, kidnap us. And, you know, people look at you. If you just want to sit in your car and listen to a good episode of Cocktails and Cream Puffs in your car in peace, they don't let you do it because everyone looks at you like, oh, you're going to molest children. And yeah. Mr. Kind, I often that's do a, molest children on my lunch break, but not yeah, all the time. Joe, that's a horrible joke. That's a horrible You're joke. You're a horrible joke. But I, I think that there's also a huge difference between taking a, a nap in the park on your lunch break or wherever in your car on your lunch break versus having an RV where you basically live in front of somebody else's home, right? They're, those are different problems. And I think that maybe what the – um, court was trying to do was just try to clarify a little bit better so that people taking a nap don't get in trouble, but maybe people that are living in their car are forced to do things differently. I don't know. What else is going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? That's a good question. I have a story. So starting this week, have you ever been to Lombard Street oh, up here in San let Francisco? Let me tell you, I've been to this Lombard Street. Did you know there's a Hugh Hauser episode where Lombard Street is not the most crooked street in America? There's Whoa. another street in San Francisco that nobody ever goes to that's more crooked. But Lombard Street is the famous one. And they look for that Hugh Hauser episode. You should go to that one. Joe is uh, obsessed with a man named Hugh Hauser, and you would only know him if you lived in California, probably. Uh, but uh, we've talked about him before, just so you know. What the and, fuck just happened at uh, your house? <laughs> they're watching soccer downstairs, oh. so like something must have happened in the game. I don't know. Soccer players uh, but anyways, are fucking hot, though. I know. All that's what my roommates. Let are me tell. You, I'm gonna tell everyone in the chat room. Teams. Could someone post a picture of this soccer player? He's not on the World Cup team this year, but he was four years ago. 
His name is Benny Feelhaber. I'm saying his name wrong, actually, so you could spell it better. But it's almost like Field, but no D. Feelhaber, Benny Feelhaber. Oh my God, he's the hottest fucking guy I've ever seen in my entire life. Hotter than this 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 criminal. He's a soccer player, and he's from Irvine. Thank you. You're welcome. So Lombard Street is closed temporarily, banned oh, yeah. um, between noon and six on weekends. Uh, for it's kind of like an experiment to see what happens. But um, if you don't know, Lombard Street is like this famously crooked street. You guys have all seen pictures when people talk about San Francisco. It's a huge tourist attraction, but people that live in the area had the SF Metro Board vote to make it residents only during the busy hours of the weekend. So it's just an experiment. Pedestrians are still uh, permitted to like walk and like see it and everything, but the only people that can drive on it are the people that live in the neighborhood. And it's I've, to me, this feels very San Francisco. It's like you buy a house on a tourist attraction and you're upset that there's traffic. Like you move to one of the most heavily visited streets in a heavily visited city and then you complain about traffic. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. Fuck them. They know what they're getting. That 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 Lombard Street has been a tourist attraction for years and years and years and years and years. They know what they're getting. And uh, that's part of the appeal and, and whatnot is why they move there. It is a problem. There is a big tourist problem uh, on Lombard Street. And they actually talk about that in the Hewlhauser episode. But these people knew what they were fucking getting. It's not they were like, what but is I, this I street? have a question for you. Joe, when you were living in Malibu, yeah. you would complain about people visiting the beach and how they fucked with like the the natural sort of like flow of traffic and how they would do stupid things and is this not the same thing you know this is not one of my news stories but there was a news story in malibu about this deer ran out into the beach right from because of so on pch behind pch is like wilderness and then on the other side is the beach and um they they said to keep the deer safe they said they cordoned off this area to keep the deer safe until the, like the animal control arrived but they didn't want people to go through to scare the deer. And this douchebag jogger refused to listen to anybody. He's just like, I'm going to give a shit. I'm just going to fucking run through this beach. And the deer got scared and ran into the ocean. And someone had to go save it. Anyway, yeah, these people at fucking Malibu are horrible. Right? <laughs> and yeah. they don't have any respect for anybody who lives there. And uh, whatnot. But I don't own the house. How are those? I don't own the house. Different? I didn't buy the house. I have a right to complain. I didn't buy the house. It would, but if Chris were to be like, what are all these tourists? You know, that does happen in Malibu, actually. It's a huge war because these rich people block their, the, the public ways to the beach because they think they're rich. And you know who's one of the biggest problems is David Geffen, the music mogul, right? And But they knew what they were buying when they bought a house in Malibu. They knew what they were getting. So shut up. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. What else is going? And on? I don't try to. I don't try to close the beach to people. I just tell them to behave. What else is going on in LA? I'm gonna give you a choice. I have several stories here. Uh, a law would let teens drink. Okay. Um, the homophobic heckler and this play in LA and what happened with that, or an intoxicated high school teacher kidnapped three of his students. Let's do the teacher. The the heck, homophobic heckler happened already on the Seder Sphere podcast, okay. and the the teacher one sounds exciting. Okay, so this uh, guy named John Edward Moust, uh, he's thirty. He ran. He ran for president. John Edward. Oh no, or, his name's Moust. Or was it the the um, psychic John mm-hmm. Edward? It was him. Okay, he was in the street doing a, a seance for people, and he was drunk. Okay. He's thirty four years old, and he's a high school teacher. 
And so his some of his students spotted him just walking on the street. So they go up to him and they're like, hey, Mr. Mouse or whatever his name is, right? And he kidnapped them. He he forced them. He got in their car and for And he demanded that they take him where? Jack in the box. Jack in the box. <laughs> Have you not been that drunk before, Let me though? I'll tell you something. Jack in the box is the- one of those places that during the day is disgusting. Oh, yeah. But what, three in the morning when you're drunk? It's fucking gourmet food. Yes. The tacos. The tacos. Yeah. Which barely qualify as tacos, but they're amazing. I mean, it's a, a tortilla filled with some sort of soy beef salsa mixture, and then they just put, they just plop a piece of American cheese in it, and then they deep fry it. Why is that so delicious at three in the morning when you're drunk? There's nothing better. There really isn't. Nothing better. In fact, if somebody told me they go to Jack and Box regularly, I would just think that they drank a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question, Michael Lawson. Would you rather have sex with the hot black prisoner, A, or Michael C. Hall, B, or have Jack in the Box tacos at 3 a.m.? I think I would go with Michael C. Hall during... You're kidding me with this. You're kidding me with this. You're kidding me with this. I actually think he's hotter on Dexter. At least he's like doing shit, like killing people and and all that. He does. He has like a a nicer body on Dexter, but he's a little bit older in the face in Dexter. I think I what I liked about him was his boyish good looks during Six Feet Under, and just the character he plays on Six Feet Under is so sweet. Same question to you then. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael C. Hall's out, so now it's down between the Black Prisoner. And the tacos. Is it just a one-night stand with the black prisoner? Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Only... Could I eat tacos while he fucks me? Sure. Hmm. I might do that. Just do that. Yeah. Okay. Drunk at 3 a.m. Like, <laughs> I'm like on all fours, and he's like fucking me, and I'm like, mmm, that's so so good. And he's like, oh, you like the way I know? I'm like, no, this taco. I'm just so super <laughs> into this taco. Um, Joey, can we spend three minutes to talk really quickly about Pride 48? Sure. Do you... um. Do you want to start? Wait, or do you, wait, want me you to stop. Start? Me. Wait, who goes? Can we stop and talk about this? And I'm like, sure. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> like what? Well, this is something that you said that we had to do. Oh no, no, I want. I want to do that as we close out. Okay. Um, I hate your guts. Okay. What do you want to do then? We have. I have more nine news minutes. stories. Do you have more news stories? We have nine minutes. Okay, go. I have you more go. news stories. Do you have, but you, but before I go, do you have more news stories? Nah. What was that a word? I don't even know what you said. Nah. Oh, you don't. Okay. Let's talk about the whole... Oh, we did the homophobic heckler. Okay, so there's this the, there's this law working its way through the California court system, okay? And it would let teens drink who are over 18. Uh, the catch... It's the, by the way, the bill is AB 1989. The catch uh, would be that it can only be if they're taking a winemaking and brewing class. Oh, so okay. basically we should go open a winemaking and brewing class, that's, please. That's what I would do. I would totally fucking open a winemaking and brewing uh, tutoring company. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. That's what I would do. I would be so fu- especially in this Newport Beach where they're all fucking drunks. Yeah. All these kids. I would go open one of these places. Profit. All profit. All profit. All profit. It would just be like, okay, guys, time for beer tasting class. I would be so fucking rich, Mike Lawson. 
I don't really get why is this like even being considered? Is is the drinking age twenty one? That's a federal law, right? Twenty one. Yeah. Mark, uh, what the fuck is going on in your house? I don't know if anyone can hear it. It's you know what's funny? It doesn't even sound like human beings. It sounds like I'm on the haunted mansion right at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and that there's ghosts making sounds. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, there something happened in the soccer game. It's the U.S. versus like Portugal, and so they're all downstairs watching it and. There's gonna be probably barbecue meat in a minute, and it's just a thing. Do your roommates have hot friends? Are there gonna be any hot people down mm-hmm. there? It's pretty much just my roommates, I think. I don't think anyone else is here. Oh, is this your, what about the what about the roommate's mom? Is she down there like cheering for the soccer team? <laughs> no, she's probably hiding in her room. Now, on a previous episode, you talked about how she was uncomfortable finding out that her son was gay. Yeah. Well, she, like, accepted it, but then after all was said and done, she was like, but what happens when you find a wife and have children? And he was like, oh, you don't get it. Uh, so she is she still holding on to the fact that he'll have kids? Kind of, yeah. Well, they probably will have children. They're just going to do it together. Now, Mike, which... I'm going to tell you something. Because, you know, I edit the show, right? Yeah. So I will not put this into the show. This will not go into the show. This will be edited out. Any updates with your love life? Um, I mean, it could go in the show. I'm I'm in no rush to get into anything, so I've been dating a couple of people and enjoying life. That's I mean, nothing great to talk about yet. Um, I mean, I've met some really great people, but uh, that's that. Do they know you have a podcast? So one of them knows really well, and he um, listened to... Um, what some will call lies, but I told him, do not listen to Catching Up yet. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Why is there a difference? Well, because I, I have so much more control over, like, what is said, and what some will call lies is, like, what you, what has happened, where Catching Up is, like, what is happening. Do you, do you kind of understand oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yours is, like, in I don't want to ruin my game where, like, I'm dating, you know, a few people, and then someone, I'm one of those few people, like, listens, and I'm like, I don't know. I just don't want to ruin the game. Now, this is the first I'm hearing about this other podcast. Do you mention Catching Up on that show? On what show? What's the name of your other podcast? Oh, What Some Will Call Lies, available at whatsomewillcalllies.com. Yeah. Um, I have before, yeah. Oh, so but it's not like if he listens now, he's going to say, like, listen to me on Catching Up. No, he would have to listen to very specific ones. But um, Do you have anything going on next week that you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, that's right. Next week. Oh, next week on June 28th at Olvera Street. So if there's anybody mm. in the L.A. area that wants to meet up with me, Richard, I have this gay cousin, Richard. He's a week younger than me and he's gay. We are going to Taco Landia, which is a taco festival at Olvera Street. There's going to be all these different taco places. This is like a, a Joe Batan's wet dream. Seriously. All these taco places in one place. I love that, Olvera Street for the food, specifically. Yeah, and now a taco yeah. convention or whatever, Taco Landia, put on by LA Weekly. Uh, tickets are $30, but you get uh, over 40 tacos from different vendors. Can I tell you, I'm going to make a prediction right now. We're yeah. recording. Mm-hmm. You, I've been to things similar to this. In fact, put on by the Alternative Weekly of Phoenix. And you pay 
a bit to get in, but then when you're there, all you're doing is standing in line the entire time. And you get a little bit of food, and then you stand in another long line, and you get a little bit of food and stand in. It's going to be disappointing. That's it's like my being at a, it's like being at any Mexican party. Yeah. One, two. This reminded me of something. Um. Oh. So, as many of you may or may not know, um, Mike Lawson had a different life as a journalist. Uh, in Orange County. Right. And actually started a website that's still going, right? The Liberal OC. That was founded by our friend Mike Lawson. Mm -hmm. And he founded the Orange County chapter of Drinking Liberally, correct? Correct. So in doing this, Mike Lawson became friends with very notable people in Orange County. One of them who I think is very quickly becoming my arch enemy, this Gustavo Ariano, who's the editor of the OC Weekly. I can't stand him. And Uh did you see that um, Nate Silver on his 538 blog? Is doing a burrito, the best burrito in America, like taste off. And Gustavo's one of the judges. Gustavo's one yeah. of the judges? And I, I was like, that. fuck that guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> and he, what the fuck does he know? I, so, he, it's one of these things I'm gonna start doing is I'm gonna say I'm the world's foremost podcast expert. I'm not, by the way. I listen to three podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And two of them are from Slate. Yeah, two of them are from <laughs> Slate. Uh huh. But I think if you just say you're something, people just believe you. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's but, what that's what Republican politicians do all the time. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to start doing that. Okay, Mike Lawson, uh, big, what's our time? Big bro- We have two minutes. Big Brother okay. this week starts. I'm super excited. It's in my calendar. Um, basically, no social life from here until fall. And my sister's birthday is this weekend. Oh, Ju- my God. Happy birthday, Julie. Happy birthday, Julie. She sometimes listens, so she might hear this. She might not. I don't know. And then I'm getting ready for a trip to Orlando where hopefully I'll be meeting. Orlando, I love you. Hopefully I will be meeting up with um, my friend and podcast, uh, friend of this podcast, and I'm a friend of his podcast, Taylor the Latte Boy. Oh, you Um, should hang out with my friend Carlos who lives in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, I I have nothing but time to just hang out with people I've never met before. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go to hell. Um, So, Joe, we have one minute left. What do you want to say? Okay, I want to say a couple of things. One, um, I listened, I did actually take the time this weekend to listen to a bunch of Pride 48 shows. I have to be honest with you, Mike. I actually enjoyed a lot of them. I did too, and I love Pride 48. Thank you guys for organizing it to all the suits. Daniel Bruder, Adam Burns, Big Fatty, who are in the chat room, and everybody else, Nessa, all of you guys for all of the organizing you did, and it was a good time. Yeah, we had to have fun with Adam Brewer, Adam Brewer, and Daniel Burns. <laughs> I would have fun with Adam Brewer and Daniel Burns. And, we, have to, um, we have to close up. It's 5 o'clock. So, all right, Joey, nice catching up with you. Uh, go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um,